Welcome to the podcast after the podcast. This is Short Rest. Welcome to Short Rest, everybody. Ah. Ah. I'm your direct messenger. Nope, sorry. Just regular old Brian Murphy. But I am here with big, beefy boy, hard one, Shorefoot. Skinny, frail man, Jay Kerwitz, actually, <laughs> in his stead. Sorry wow. to disappoint. Frail man sounds like mailman. I pictured you in a mailman suit. You're a local friendly <laughs> frail man. <laughs> the milk's too heavy. I can't carry it. <laughs> Uh, but we do have big, beefy girl, Moonshine Sybin. No, hey. I'm small, but beefy Emily Axford. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, little beefy boy, uh, Beverly Togold. Uh, same on both sides of the narrative pond. I'm beefy in real life. Thank Ooh. you so much wow. for asking. So jacked. Yep, I'm a 5'8 king out here living my life, <laughs> living my truth. And 240 pounds of pure muscle. 5'8, 240, mm. all beef. Yeah. <laughs> you wide, love to see it. There's, there's short kings, but there's also wide princes, and that's what I am. <laughs> God bless this wide prince. Uh, guys, thank you for submitting your questions. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We asked for questions, and you gave us some. And now we've got answers. Gave us some. I guess we'll start off with the biggest question. Well, first off, do we want to talk about anything about the episode before we jump into the questions? Should we let the cues guide us? All right. We should let the cues guide us. Let the cues guide us. Follow the cues (laughs) as we learn from the letter. R. <laughs> okay. I can't um, even razz you because I was doing the same thing yeah. in my. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, biggest question, which is also a question that I don't think any of us even talked about: What would have happened if Moonshine had failed her death saving throws for Revivify? Mm. Oh. Now, in my head, obviously, we only have a couple episodes left. Mm-hmm. I probably would not lean towards rolling a new character. I think in. In my mind, it's like we were in Shadowfell. There's all these revenants. I might have, I might have angled to bring Moonshine back as a revenant just for the last couple episodes. Would you have gone for that, Murph? I think considering we just had this whole thing with Hell, I think mm. we would have maybe had a thing where you could have taken over the Hellfire Crown and maybe sent like a fiery version of Moonshine to help with the rest <gasps> Whoa, of the campaign or something. Yeah, like that. Shut up. There's a wildfire druid that looks dope. Yeah. Oh shit. So it's tragic but also fun, maybe? We, yeah. Okay. I think. So you would have you would have been in favor of keeping Moonshine <laughs> around in we some gotten... capacity rather th- than like cause other people ask, like, oh, would you take over an NPC or anything like that? I think if a character dies at this point in the campaign, uh-huh. they it guarantees that they don't get to have a completely happy ending. Right. Uh-huh. It means that they have to go off into the you know into the fog at mm-hmm. the very end yeah um but i think that no matter what we would figure out some way to have them be involved instead of rolling a new character with you know six or seven episodes cool. or go. you want to just let me borrow a Gwen for like the rest of it <laughs> uh, i think that might I, I don't know she's a ranger right yeah I don't. I really like the idea of rangers, but I don't think I could ever fully commit to playing a ranger for that long. But yeah. dipping in for a high level ranger would be dope. Is she styled after any specific like subclass of ranger, or just kind of like the monster stat ranger? She is a modified cobalt press. Uh, there's like an alchemist ranger. Cool. <gasps> that was a question. Someone yeah. said, Ooh. "Is Egwene McIntyre Gorham said is Egwene on track to become an alchemist in terms of the artificer class?" 
Uh, she is an NPC. So she is a monster from the, um, I think it's... Damn right she is. Yeah. <laughs> Damn right Iguaza monster. Oh. <laughs> I, I think it's either Tomophos or uh, Creature Codex. I think maybe from the Creature Codex. It's one of the like elven, elven people. Mm. I it's see. very funny to picture Moonshine having to Skype in from hell for the rest of the campaign, <laughs> or like projecting an astral version of herself. Yes, Fire Moonshine would have been fucking. Yeah, awesome. yeah. I would like to see just that playing too. that like circle of wildfire uh, druid. Mm-hmm. I mean, it'd be a bummer because I'd miss out on on you know whatever journey but it'd be fun to just like drop in yeah. at a super high level i'm gonna go on a limb and say it would be a bummer if you had died yeah, yeah it would have been a real bummer i yeah. mean a lot of people asked what did you guys think in the moment i was just like this can't happen yeah I, like i truly i think i built up in a, a wall <laughs> to like where i there there was no outcome besides you living for me i hadn't planned for it and i would have uh I driven think away. <laughs> a party death in D and D is like somebody like spilling a bunch of cups at a party. <laughs> it just changes the environment and the vibe like yeah. so drastically. And I think like I was mentally preparing. I feel like I was like eulogizing in my head already. I was like preparing Whoa. for like the I just the emotional shift yeah. that it was going to need to like happen in yeah. my brain. I was like, I didn't want to, but I was like, fuck, is this happening? Is this going to happen? Like, what do we do? What do we, what do we say? Yeah. And I, couldn't come up with anything. The I was ultimate like party flabbergasted. Yeah. Yeah. I was, it was my first time dying as moonshine and I was just like, it felt very surreal. I was like, well, we'll get out of this, right? <laughs> that, we'll get right. out of this. And then when I rolled the nat one on the death save, I was like, what the fuck? That made me, cause you know, obviously we do the death saves to redoing the death saves to make it so like revivify and reincarnate aren't just like a free pass. Mm -hmm. And we usually do the first one. If you guys are like role playing well and everything, we do advantage on the first one. So that's, yeah, you guys do a good job. (laughs) Uh, So usually like the scale is tipped in your favor, but when that one happened, when that one happened, I was just like, there was a moment where I was like, is this actually the right ending for Moonshine? Like there was like it yeah. crossed my mind. Like, is this supposed to happen? Right, the dice tell their story. I know, mm-hmm. and I was confused for a second. Yeah, the dice wanted you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think right now the the weirdest person story wise to die would probably be Bev, just because mm-hmm. Bev totally just went through the ringer. <laughs> so if he like died, and then it would just be like his god just died and everything. So uh-huh. where does he even go? What does he even do? It's like Moon. Moonshine just had this thing with hell, so I feel like there is, while sad, there is a storyline way to bring her back. Hard one, while sad, there is some kind of shadow felian way that he could probably exist. Mm-hmm. But Bev, it's like, what do we do with Bev? I think <laughs> he just sprouted all these flowers. What do we do with Bev? <laughs> well, I, I think it would be like a spirit bomb situation where, like, all of Bohemia would lend me enough power, and I would like rise again as this like uh midsummer flower boy <laughs> from the earth yeah. yeah all right so this next episode i'm gonna kill bev for that <laughs> i want flower boy to save us <laughs> uh so uh, you know maybe more one or more people did say would emily have played binky fiasco that's for next campaign, always right? oh good call good True. call um <laughs> binky it's... fiasco uh actually died off screen <laughs> Uh, was, one on of my, the, was one of the characters killed can't. by the avatar of death. S- someone on my hard one painting live stream uh-huh. suggested that I play Finky Biasco. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god, Finky's such a good yeah, name. Yeah. Me and I was a I was a thrift store shopping with Siobhan last weekend and we walked by a um of like Italian restaurant maybe that was like misspelled so instead of like Cafe Fiore it was uh, Cafe Fjorf and then we started Fjorf? talking about me being Fjorf Fiasco <laughs> 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 okay Olivia M asks can you talk more about what exactly the manifestation of death is what death like how it became a physical form mm. and what it means for it to be killed obviously this is a question I'll take this one yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think I described on the show, it was either on the show or as a previous short rest, that the horsemen are basically like living spells. Ah. So, oh, yeah. So death is almost power word kill as a being. Oh. So, so it's not like actual death came up. No, from like, yeah, it's, it's not like nobody will ever I die see. again. Yeah. It's like, this is a monster that's power is like taking control of death. It's hmm. like Theala took something that did not have agency and gave it agency. Exactly, yeah. Okay. But by killing death, we haven't like lost our ability to do like revivify or something like that. No, okay. no, no, no. The, people will still continue to die as normal and everything. Mm -hmm. And even, I mean, you guys can sort of venture to guess at this point that these four horsemen, while they're based on the biblical four horsemen, mm -hmm. they're not they're not causing the apocalypse. The apocalypse already kind of happened. Yeah. These horsemen yeah. are like kind of after you. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Well, that was a question. Uh, was there ever a plan to have the boobs face the horsemen one-on-one, -on -one, aka death versus hard one, famine versus moonshine, mm. et cetera? Yeah. <laughs> I did consider That's doing Clayton Davis. I did consider doing that, but I feel like we've done a lot of you guys separated mm -hmm. recently okay. and everything. Yeah. I will say it was super fun to get like a fight uh, that was still very high stakes, but like I don't know, it, it had like it was it was fun to be together fighting yeah. again yeah. and to like be able to kind of like raz an enemy and like know that even while things like are tense, like we're all together. It felt good. Yeah, it, I definitely agree. I get, I'm a little bit, I'm pretty party focused when I play. So like, mm -hmm. I mean, I, you know, it's nice to have a a, a part time, but it's nice yeah. to come back together. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> That's I, what the part time's good for. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think separating the horsemen allows for this saga to be you guys preparing for Theala mm -hmm. while other things are happening. And also there are these looming bosses that come in and cause trouble from time to time. And I think if you guys had fought all four of them one-on-one, -on -one, that would have probably only been like two episodes. Yeah. You probably could have done like all three of us in one episode and then Balnor like solo ep. <laughs> yeah, just me by myself. <laughs> the Balnor spinoff. <laughs> Actually, speaking of Balnor spinoffs, I have three questions related to Balnor, so let's Ooh. lay them on. First have off, Christian just wanted to know, what level is Balnor? Let's get it out there. Balnor's two levels below you guys. You mm. guys are 16, he's 14. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Because you guys Cute. were level six when you, you know, got... You know, he doesn't read... He reads like a level 16. Wow. <laughs> doesn't he? 17 sometimes, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Dan asked, is Balnor's fate tied to Bev's? The deck of many things... In the deck of many things, the knight serves the person who drew them until death. Interesting. Uh <laughs> <laughs> What is I, your what are your guys' opinion on that? I know it's not specifically about this episode. I just thought it was interesting. Hmm, that's interesting. I wonder ooh. That the flavor <laughs> of that makes me think of what would happen to Balnor, I guess, if Bev yeah. dies on yeah. the technicalities oh, oh. of that. 
That's I, very, very cool. That actually, that, <laughs> that question cool. kind of <laughs> fucked us. Extremely <laughs> sad. I mean, maybe you can go back and read and find some sort of loophole. I mean, yeah. it's also, the game is whatever we want it to be. Yeah. In my head, I feel like Balnor, Balnor's fate has become entwined with all of us. Because, yeah, I mean, that's like what right. Alanis intended for him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Right. Mm-hmm. It feels like he he's part of the family, but it's kind of interesting to know that, like, it feels like he serves with us by choice. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting to know that, like, maybe underneath all that, he's like, Technically bound to you. Yeah. <laughs> well, when he when he first showed and he up, forget it. <laughs> when, he, when he first showed up, I've re-listened to the episode because oh, we, it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. He his name I think is Balner when he, we first read him, <laughs> and his voice sounds a little bit different. And he just shows up, and he's just like, "You're my son, and I love you, and I'm going to serve you." And just like, in, like instantly, it's just like following Bev around as like a butler. I remember it felt almost like when Bev would summon steeds. Yeah. And yeah. He would, yeah. Like, decap- them. I was like, oh, this guy's like gonna die any second now. Murphy's gonna kill him. And I think, like, yeah, what if he had been, was it a donkey that you summoned? <laughs> big in... Buck? Uh, it was yeah. Big Buck, yeah. Big Buck was killed vindictively <laughs> by me. <laughs> Listen, I summoned all those steeds, and then eventually I finally got find greater familiar. Now there's nothing it can do. Murph I summoned yeah. a guy. Jaja is Murph's apology <laughs> for killing all my steeds. I also remember in the first or second Balnor episode, I think like I was in control of his actions. It yes, was essentially like yes, a familiar yes. for me. Uh, yeah. And eventually, I think it just like got like a little unwieldy. So you just kind of like took him over. Which yeah, thank you very much for doing that because I was not ready to have that yeah, responsibility. Yeah, like level fourteen, you're just sitting there <laughs> yeah. with two full character oh sheets. My God. Oh wow! Actually, that'd be awesome. You could go twice every round. That would be cool. That'd be cool. Give him back, man. Give him back the ability, dude. After yeah. after seeing the way you order it. off the menu, man. No way, dude. That's not Fucking fair. Man. Balnor is Caldwell. <laughs> <laughs> He's mine. Everything is mine. Uh, Everything is mine. Uh, can I get a can I get a um, um action surge? No, no, I don't want that. No, no, not yet. Second win. Mm, mm. Do I want a second win? Do I want a second win? It did take oh, me a guys, solid. I deleted the cart. <laughs> I accidentally deleted the cart. <laughs> it did take me a solid fifty episodes to remember that Balnor has lucky and Balnor has action surge. Balnor has lucky. He's a halfling. Yeah, he's yeah. A halfling. Oh, I he's was confusing it with the luck feat. Yeah, no, no, the luck the luck feat is better than uh, yeah. luck. Lucky, but lucky. Yeah. The lucky is amazing. Halflings, yeah. I guess, are probably yeah. the best race. I think in the they game. are. When I was when I listened to people re-rolling ones, I'm like, that is such an insane superpower. Yeah, I almost want to play a halfling, but I really want to play a changeling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a, ha- a changeling could change into a halfling, and then they yeah. get the stat. There you I go. don't think it works like that <laughs> unless Murph says okay. <laughs> no it works way. like that in Trinidad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come, my children, come. (laughs) Soon enough, we shall return. Cobble, can I have 14 luck points? (laughs) Uh, If you do a good enough dance (laughs) and you brush your teeth. I made a limerick. Can I have a silly enough name for it? Um, Damn it, the story reason's really good, though. And then one more Balnor question. I Mm. know this is not about... Well, I'll get back. There's a lot of other questions about the episode, but uh, Daisy Jago said... Um, if Hardwon and Moonshine had pulled the night card instead of Beverly, mm. what do you think that character would have been like? Oh, interesting. Well, Balnor came out as a halfling because it's supposed to come out as the same like race as the, as the person. Hmm. So it could have been a half-elf? Could have been a crick-elf. I mean, a crick-elf or and a, a human. human. Yeah. Whoa. Do you think you would have styled it differently based on who drew it? I think 
Balnor might have been the same if it was hard one. It would have probably just been like a weird dad who was a human. <laughs> I think Balnor still works as a human. I think a Crick Elf, you probably would have just gotten like a cooter type who's yeah. just kind of like late, like like a lazy like old cop. Right. We would have gotten old cop. I think less yeah, like old cop's already there with us, yeah. and more of like so, a guy so had... is just like, yeah, I'll haul your stuff if you want. Not <laughs> wait outside. Just like a guy with a pickup truck that'll do you a favor. I mean, it would have worked perfectly because he would have just had a timeout sack. Yeah. Maybe put everything in. <laughs> yeah, I can hang out outside while y'all go in there. I'm just going to have a smoke out here. It's so funny to picture that, like, heart-wrenching backstory scene, but with a cooter time. Yeah. yeah. It just looks like Dale Gribble from yeah. King of the Hell. <laughs> Fuck, I guess old men got to go to war. Um, so quite a few people, this is a very popular question, so we all know the answer, but quite a few people said, why didn't Moonshine counter mm. spell uh, power word kill um, and the fact and just to explain it um, I had already my spores uh, my spore ability is a reaction in the quote unquote action economy of D&D um, so when I use and counterspell is also a reaction and you only get one reaction per round that means like acid goes around to everyone mm-hmm. and the the way that we've styled my spores that I can't use them on someone else's turn like you could a normal reaction. So I have to use them on my turn. And mm. in this event, when I got power word killed, um, I had already used my spores reaction. So I did not have a reaction left over to use. Is this why you were slightly regretting taking counterspell? Because yeah. you figured people would... Be like, why didn't she use counterspell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, mm. um, but I mean, it was also it was also more just like that. Now I am setting my I will I will no matter what probably have strategic regrets yeah. because you, like sort of like strategic hindsight regrets are yeah. just built into this, and so it might save the day, but it also might just be it just sets you up in like a hard choice. Yeah, every single yep. turn. every single turn. Yeah, so that's all. But I'll figure it out. I have I have other strategies. You should just like flip a coin every turn to decide if you're going to do spores or if you're going to hold on to it. <laughs> or take a tarot deck and every single wow, <laughs> yes. every single turn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Twenty four free damage is just so much it's hard I to pass up. No, that's why I can't pass free, on and it. It's crazy. I know. <laughs> you could. I mean, I if you already wanted... have my strategy for the final battle. I think I know what I'm going to do. Interesting. So I think I'm. I think I'm okay. If you wanted to start going by Ravnica Circle of Spores, I would let you trade, but you mm. need to do it like. Like whole hog you would need to decide to do that and in ravnica the way it works is if somebody hits you you can use your reaction to do it that would make it so you didn't have to do it on your turn but oh so it's almost like hellish rebuke exactly ah okay but it's i think it's objectively worse it's think, definitely objectively worse and i also get attacked yeah. i think of i think of when i think of like moonshine like it's like we're all kind of like building the care like we we have a character that we want it to be at level 20. It's like the character I want for Moonshine, like she just won't even be stocking Counterspell. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like this won't really be in her repertoire. She's just using it for this fight. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm not going to nerf my spores. <laughs> <laughs> Don't nerf And again, your just for, for anyone who, because I think people ask me this like a lot online, uh, the we started out on unearthed arcana because uh the uh, official version of a circle of spores had not come out in a book yet it was Mm -hmm. only on unearthed arcana so we styled the character around unearthed arcana and then asked uh 
once it became regular, we kind of just stuck mostly with Unearthed Arcana. I lost my sixth and my tenth level abilities from Unearthed Arcana to give Papa a fungal form. Um, but yeah, so that that's why that yeah. is the nitty gritty. If Action Wall Street has a really good day uh, and the action economy goes up, <laughs> right. uh, will she get to use two reactions? Uh, as long as Action Wall I've, Street I've, goes I've, up and Action Wall Street has been taking hits that's recently. That's true, but like maybe the Dow, 20, <laughs> the Dow 20 might go up. Who knows? Mm. I have been like ravenously trying to find like a um, a magic item that gives you more than one reaction. Whoa. <laughs> but it's okay. such an insane thing that of course it doesn't exist. It seems You're like rifling so through overpowered. Closet. Well, <laughs> 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 Pouring over all the cobalt presses. It does seem like the thinking cap, because the thinking cap, what, you can like, hold concentration on two spells? Is that right? Yeah. What? You can hold concentration on two spells? Or no. No, that's it not can, exactly I think it. it's just the, the thinking cap can hold concentration right, on it, its own. Yeah. So oh. that means that I can hold concentration and the thinking cap can hold ho- concentration, but it doesn't really get to like take a turn or anything like that. So gotcha. it doesn't have reactions or actions or anything. It just is like, it's cool that I can like, yeah. yeah. Like if I want to use its telekinesis, it has to be my action, I think. Could Diawana maybe have a reaction? No. But Diawana is such an integral part of the story now. It's true. For a second, I forgot who Diawana was. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, someone asked, Jacket22 said, Murph, is reincarnate back on the table now? I don't want it to be. Okay. I think it's pretty... I think we did our reincarnate for the yeah. uh, for the uh, season. I mm. think it's fair to say that in times like these, characters would not really have time to be like, let's pour all our efforts into reincarnating every person who dies. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, would also, I would also argue that while Bohemia is suffering, I would bet Melora is suffering a bit too. So I think mm. it's a little yeah. hard to like bring people back in a time oh, like this. Oh, that's right. a There's good a lot call. of people dying. Oh, I think Revivify really is one thing because Revivify is like, it's within one minute. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. almost, it's like your, um, what are those shocker things called? Why can't I think? Defibrillators. Defibrillators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Refibrillators. It's like that. It's like you're bringing them right back. And I think reincarnate is like, Anytime an NPC dies or something, you guys can just like the next day bring them back to life. It kind of loses the stakes. Yeah. I can say that Moonshine has a spell in her future that she feels conflicted about mm. because I get, I will eventually get true resurrection, Ooh. which you can bring back anyone who has died in like the past hundred years. But it feels very out of character for Moonshine, whose like whole thing is like, ah, death is hel- healthy. Yeah. It's a part of the cycle of life and, and death. It feels that's, so out of that's character. That's almost why it's so nice that a character like you has it because you're not going to abuse it. Yeah. You're not going to be just like willy-nilly. Uh, res- it's like the person who doesn't want the crown is the one that usually deserves yeah. it. Right. Do you think um, in, in regards to True Resurrection, would there be like a high component cost for something like I that? I think there... I, there has to be. I'll have to look up yeah, the yeah. player's handbook. Uh, I think there's high component costs. I think we would take that into account with mm-hmm. a spell I, like that. But I still, I don't know that I would use it. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I'm not sure. Like, I can't think of anyone that I would. I mean, maybe, maybe if we, maybe if there was like someone who had just died and like Bev couldn't revivify them in time, perhaps I would, I would go to that. But the idea yeah. of like being like. You know this person who died 90 years ago? Mm-hmm. I actually, you know what? I wonder if maybe once you got 
to the point where you would get true resurrection, we instead give you revivify or something. Ooh. Because I because oh. I feel like revivify is a good spell for a narrative podcast because it's yeah. like fun to listen to people like desperately try to come back and everything. Yeah. And true resurrection is not great for stories. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, it takes it sucks some stakes away. It sucks all, <laughs> literally <laughs> all of the stakes away that you could just say their name yeah. and bring them back. I yeah, hate it. It really it's, helps your games at home. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. But yeah, it's like, also like it's also like such an it's such a. It's a, in a way, it's such a sad story to tell because it's so far from reality. Like I like D and D when it's mm. like helps comfort you with reality rather than provide. Yeah, yeah. just like I, a complete escape. I yeah. think what we'll do is we'll do a modified revivify for ninth level, Ooh. and it'll be advantage on the death saving throws coming back. Mm. That's Can it great. Can be not ninth level. It we'll wouldn't talk be ninth. It would be it would be like third level. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah so it would just be mm. like you get a, an improved Revivify, essentially, Ooh. and you don't have to cast it at a ninth level. Maybe it's a it's a third or a fourth level spell. Yeah. Mm. Revivify yeah. is normally third level, so. Yeah, mm. so it would be, I would, uh, yeah, maybe we'll give you options. Maybe we'll say mm-hmm. third level Revivify is just Revivify, yeah. and maybe if you do it at a fourth level, you get advantage on two well, saves two instead of okay. one. Now and you're fifth listening, level, kids. You get, you're listening well, to I how the sausage gets made. Oh, man. I, I, yeah. love that. We I like do that. still need spell components. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Which obviously uh-huh. we'll be able to work with Erdan. Don't worry, I have a plan uh, for Erdan. Really? <laughs> I got an Erdan plan. <laughs> oh, What's your Erdan plan? You want to give us any spoilers? <laughs> Apologizing. Goldo, <laughs> 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 that's wild. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> that's my bread and butter, baby. <laughs> um, okay. I might also give him some bread and butter. <laughs> Josh Rint said, why can't you install Denius, the leader of hell? I just thought that was, I feel yeah. like I've had people tweet that at me and it's so far-fetched. <laughs> it's so funny. In, in my mind, I'm like, obviously the crown would immediately corrupt him and then turn him into a powerful devil. Am mm-hmm. I yeah. wrong to think that? Um, you're not wrong to think <laughs> that. Okay. So that is why we can't. I don't even then know. he would become a powerful leader of hell. Yeah. Right. I, he's already really bad. Like he's, he's <laughs> like, he's, he's not dangerous because he's right. so weak, but his mind is. Yeah. <laughs> like his way of thinking is very He might just like <laughs> end up really like making hell thrive with like terrible white collar crime infrastructure. <laughs> oh yeah. Just being like, well, all we got to do is oppress the lower class. You get okay. a pass and you get a yeah. pass. See, now this sounds like a fun hell to have to contend with in campaign two so maybe i do want to do this i mean i'll don't get me wrong i'll definitely do it him over you (laughs) just three binky fiascos um fighting against scout actually binky finky and dinky (laughs) my name would actually be stinky nabisco thank you very much Stinky Biasco, Stinky Biasco, and Stinky Nabisco. <laughs> so, dudes, what if we did that though, and we played the most serious campaign ever? A low magic. We're all super like, dramatic. <laughs> oh. Binky, no, you can't die on me. Magic left this realm a long time ago. <laughs> but the magic it left when my parents left me by dying. <laughs> magic may be gone, but the magic hasn't left your heart. <laughs> Hold me. <laughs> um, Emily Olivia said, is there any chance that the boobs lose? This is like in the future. Narratively, would you all be okay with an ending where you all 
fall in your battle against the Ala and you have a TPK. Murph, are you prepared for that Jesus. happening? Huh. I just got the chills and I'm yeah. I just thought of that fucking scary question. So I, 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 put think it if in. We, I think if we did that, what would happen is next campaign would not be thousands of years in the future or something. Next campaign would be like 10 years in the future and Theala would still be the big bad. Wow. So I think it would be like, you guys would roll new characters in Bohemia ruled by Theala. And so it would inform the next campaign. Would that be a full campaign or would that be kind of like a bonus chapter? That's a good question. Mm. It's like, do we, Uh then do we maybe do, I don't know. I I think that's interesting too because then you have like a holy empire that is taken over the land. It's been rebuilt. You have some people that are like some NPC friends of yours are probably still in hiding. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There is, you know, probably. And a hero named Binky descent from the mountain. (laughs) (laughs) I I think I, it would. I think it would just throw kind of a, a wrench into the plans, not in a totally bad way. I think I it mean, would just change campaign too. I yeah. think that was part of why I felt um, uh, like when we talked about this on the previous short rest. Obviously, I was still uh, kind of uh, living with the emotional repercussions of it. But when Murph first came to me and we're like, oh, "Okay, there's going to be a time jump," and I had to deal with. Uh, Moonshine and Pendergreens, like and and cast Chaos again. There was a part of me that was like, I think Moonshine can do this, but in the worst case scenario, Moonshine becomes an awesome villain. Yeah, which is not the worst thing in the world. Yeah. Is that wrong to say? No, it's but not, I also I think I don't so think much. she would. I don't think yeah. she would become mm-hmm. that. I'd be so conflicted. <laughs> yeah, I don't I mean, like. I know you would do a really good job. I know it'd be a good storytelling, <laughs> but I would be sad in my heart. I mean, I do, but I don't think it would because, like I said, like I'm fucking high whiz. I have proficiency in whiz saves. Mm-hmm. I um, I whiz saves. Um, uh, I, I can whiz. make my, I can make myself a hero's piece every single day. I, uh, I'm fucking stave off that crown. But if the rolls cursed me which actually mm. they kind of did this episode mm. yeah. but they also saved me so yeah. never mind they had, the rolls were spicy yeah, yeah. spicy rolls um jay jordan asked will you guys get to level 20 before the last battle of this campaign Ooh. also if y'all do does emily regret multi-classing and missing out on level 20 druid perks mm. or was that level of barbarian absolutely worth it i'll let you guys talk first i'm thinking level 20 is will probably happen i think yeah. we're on i think we're on pace for <gasps> uh you guys possibly be in level 20 wow the time. love that wow wow mm-hmm. have you guys looked ahead do you know what will happen oh yeah really oh yeah um i am actually kind of regretful in a similar way really? i think it's good that i went back to green knight uh-huh. but um the oath of vengeance uh you get straight up wings at level 20 oh. wow <laughs> but i have jaja yeah, now you have so i can fly yeah um, yeah, I looked ahead, uh, but I can't remember what I, I mean, I'm just so focused on the fact that I crit on 18, 19 and 20 right now. Which I can't like, awesome. I'm just, I'm living in bliss. <laughs> <laughs> is level 20 for champion fighter? Is that you four, attacks? Like four attacks? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Four, yeah. Four, yeah. four attacks Ooh, is the big thing. Four attacks. And you fucking can go for Eight attacks on Theala. Eight attacks, and I get a an extra attack if I crit, and I have three. Cha- and I crit you're on eighteen, to, nineteen, and twenty. You're gonna crit all. You're the gonna time. one one shotter. <laughs> Perfect. Like, yeah, oh. and you, yeah, you get to bonus action attack with a great weapon master. Yeah, crit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's insane. It's true. I, I'm so. so um, I can't wait. Yeah, you could I'll, potentially get nine attacks in a turn. I'll Amazing. address right now that I think I don't regret the barbarian level because I um. The the main thing is that you become like this timeless 
timeless body or something like that. Mm. I think when you're a level 20 druid, if I'm getting that wrong, forgive me, I don't have the player's handbook in front of me, but I think it's like you basically become like eternal. And like I said, I don't know if that, if yeah. I feel like moonshine is about the cycle and life and death. It's kind of hypocritical to be like, no, 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 like death is a part of life. And then be like, but I live forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a part of your life, but not my yeah. life. <laughs> not my life doesn't touch my life yeah. or my friends, but. Death seems, why I don't really yeah. give a shit. <laughs> death seems great for you. Yeah. <laughs> Love that for <laughs> you. Love that for you. Love, Love death for you. You're also an elf, so you're also going to live to be like 800 yeah. years old yeah, anyway. So it's, exactly. So I, th- I think that's the main thing uh, that I will be missing out on, but I think I actually kind of like that. Yeah. Doesn't Bev also not yes, die? Yes, at level 15, Bev uh, does not suffer the effects of old age uh, and like basically lives until he gets killed, which is, Whoa. you know, could happen at any point. Right, yeah. <laughs> wow, that's Wait, great. Wait, if you get to love, but if you do that as a teen, does that mean that you won't I think you like, he matures. Adult? Yeah, you hit max level uh, and then okay. you, yeah. So what what age do you think is the appropriate age that you Ooh, get to before that's a old great age question. starts setting in? Thirty two. Yeah. Thirty two. I think thirty three is the prime. Really? Thirty three. Yeah. No, I think it's twenty nine. I think really? like yeah, before the wrinkle. Well, maybe you want a little distinguished. Yeah, I think you want to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you want to get like uh, that full you like J- John Ham twenty nine. There you go. <laughs> or a regular person thirty three. I feel like you want to get that full like scruffy dad mustache, able to grow that. So yeah. like yeah, in the thirties, I think for sure. Um, but yeah, it's weird. I, I think like I saw some people online talking about the fact that like if Bev and Erlen end up getting together, like Erlen might die and Bev would like just keep living. Yeah. But it I have me... a really tragic love story like that in another uh D D campaign and it's yeah. really confusing and a lot to think about. I think that um and my thought about this is kind of similar to the true resurrection thing where I feel like you always get to choose. Yeah. You always get you're to right. choose. You if can you do live. what um what in Lord of the Rings? I what, choose Eowyn. them all to life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's true. Do yeah. it, do it for Erlen. Oh, that is absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I choose them all to life. Yeah, anything yeah. that you, you anything that, that you would People get. Will recognize say it. that. Yeah. Love is love actually, is love. Madness. <laughs> 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 well, Beth, Beth doesn't talk like that at all. But. <laughs> no, I do. <laughs> I do the like uh, inverse thing. <laughs> Um, okay, I'm only gonna. I wouldn't normally ask this question because it's for Moonshine, and I'm the one who read the questions. But uh, someone followed up and said, "This is a great question," and it had a lot of hearts. So I will read it. Considering Moonshine's recent choice to maybe take over Hell and sort of detach from the party, I'm curious to what sort of feelings came out for Emily when she was staring death in the face. Did it awaken any new feelings? Further solidify her choice? Was she uh, straight up just scared? Thanks for reading my question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're James Juxkolka Butler? That's my Patreon. Also, listening back to the episode, I do have there's, the same so many, there's so many moments of Jake as hard one being like, not not on good terms with Papa. Like, just being quietly having, like, chin-rubbing moments to himself. Um, I think that it, I think that it was, like, really, I think that the thing that it, it was nice to feel, like, I think that it, I still think that Moonshine's making the right decision. Um, I just, I think that it was like maybe, maybe the decision hurt her more before, but maybe now it doesn't hurt her as much. Like it, maybe she mm. felt, she felt, she felt more, she felt more sad about the decision. She doesn't feel as sad about it. Like it's like she, she's making the right decision, but more pessimism was leaking in, but now she has less pessimism about it. Mm. If that makes sense. It does make sense. Yes. You know? Totally. Um, okay, and then G X Barnett said, and this is for Murph, I'm assuming. 
What is the biggest... I just like the way this was phrased. What is the biggest swerve the characters have sent you on? <laughs> uh, I think we've talked about this before, but I think when Hard One died in the Wild, I wasn't oh, planning on Shadowfell yeah. being the next thing. But because Hard One died, we improvised this thing of like different people calling to him and immediately it was like, we got to save mommy. Number yeah. one, mommy number time. one priority. Thanks for going on that adventure. With you. That, was, that was great. Yeah. I that's think it was just... also just like Shadowfell. Hmm, that sounds cool. I want to go there. Yeah. Like a fun, like level skip. Like when you yeah. do like, the flute thing in Super Mario 3, it's just like all of a sudden we're in like the opposite of the Feywild as opposed to where did we go after that? Um, after Shadowfell, you guys went to Gladeholm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I think I was planning, because you guys were in the Fey Wild, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, we'll bring them back to the material plane for a while. Maybe we'll go to Shadowfell later and we'll mm-hmm. deal with this stuff. Um, but then we went straight from one plane to another plane. <laughs> <laughs> Something's happened to my mom. We got we yeah. out of bounds. <laughs> and I think it ended up, it ended up uh, feeling good. It, it felt like different enough. Totally. Like, even though Shadowfell and yeah. Feywild are both, you know. Well, Feywild is so um, uh, floral and, yeah. mm-hmm. and hippie and uh, Shadowfell is so bleak. Yeah. <laughs> I think like having Bryn in there uh, helped dis- uh, differentiate it a lot too. Yeah, yeah too, certainly. Too. Yeah, I'm trying to imagine Brennan as anybody other than Deadeye right now in the campaign. I love what Deadeye like, brought. Like a high elf or something? Yeah. yeah. And then that also means, yeah, well, you guys don't and go to Shadowfell. We don't have Deadeye. Oh. We don't have um, Hard One turning into a vampire. We don't have JV. Yeah. Oh. And then Emily's oh. right no too, because if we go straight to Gladeholm, straight, then like then Brennan, then Brennan's a guest during Gladeholm. Yeah, and then we don't oh. have no Maverick. Yeah, then Maverick is somebody different. Obviously, Zach and Brennan yeah. would have come up with great characters, but I love the characters they came up with, so and I don't want to think yeah, about yeah. another world. Maverick is specifically a sorcerer because Zach and I had our dinner, <laughs> as I <laughs> as I want to do. God damn it. <laughs> Yeah, we got the the charges on the shared credit yeah. card. Yeah. <laughs> you got to take them out. Twelve twelve hundred is the minimum. We get bottle service. We go to Vegas. We go to Vegas and we get. Yeah, there's plane tickets on there. Um, but we five hundred dollars in cash. I mean, that's, <laughs> we don't even know if that was for dinner, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I play a little, you know. <laughs> uh, but I told him that there was going to be this wizard tournament so that he it was up to him but something more magical like a wizard or a sorcerer mm-hmm. would make the most sense so without that prompt he may have not met, uh, played Mavris if wow. we were in Shadowfell or something he might have played a fighter or something yeah. different. he does love martial classes yeah it's true yeah. And I feel like, but it was so fun. To see it's him such play a, sorcerer. a funny way for somebody to play a wizard, and I think it was like an excuse or sorcerer rather. It was such a great excuse to get Zach to play a sorcerer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it really was. <laughs> it's a great spin on it. Uh, Murph, I have a question for you. Yeah. Uh, if Jake, Emily, and I uh, went out to dinner before mm-hmm. uh, we fight Theala, would you be upset? <laughs> Uh, no. Oh, okay. I already have a really specific plan, and I have to run a couple things by you Okay, guys. cool. But I won't do it on here because the enemy is present. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe we... Fiala's here. We can all go out to dinner, and then I'll just go sit at the bar by myself. <laughs> <laughs> just you talking yeah. to the bartender being like, yeah, it's my D&D group. Yeah, my players are out I'm there. The... They're just like, I don't care. Dude. <laughs> I'm Somebody the DM. Got... <laughs> stands for dungeon. Master. <laughs> 
the waiter comes by is like, excuse me, sir, this is from that table over there. And it's just a glass with a piece of paper inside it that says, fuck you, Murph. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a cup of milk. <laughs> and we say, and it, with a note that says choke on this. <laughs> just uh, Eat uh, the glass. I hope you choke. <laughs> Next time Jake is in town uh, before the Theala fight, we can just go out to dinner and just bring Suze and me and Suze will just sit at our own table. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be so thankful for yeah. that. <laughs> Suze will be like, this is great. I don't have to hear about D&D. <laughs> and I'll just be explaining my strategies to her. So you see, she has Shut legendary up, actions. <laughs> Wait, that would be great. And then... A spy? And then oh, she could be perfect. a mole for us. Your wife could be a mole. <laughs> She's <laughs> been pretending not to like D&D this whole time. Wow. A long con. I love it. The longest con. <laughs> She like comes back and she's like, okay, here's the books he's using. I know everything. <laughs> I think I've known her literally longer than I've known any of you. That's true. That is true. Whoa. No, the reason we like started, uh, Susan and I started hanging out is because of you. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. That's cute. Let's talk about that. It was like, I think that we just all were like working college humor uh, like way back in the day. And you just like were like, uh, let's go get a drink. And you like invited Suze and I like tagged along, I think essentially. Wow. Yeah. You tagged along. I DM life too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he shipped it. He made it happen. I, I shipped you it. Shipped it? <laughs> Dude, don't put my wife in a prison gym. <laughs> <laughs> you can have my boyfriend, just not my wife. <laughs> I'll take everything. I'm willing me. to bargain. <laughs> My boyfriend or my wife, choose one. <laughs> you can't have both. Cool, guys. We're getting near the end here, so why don't we do um, Roses and Thorns? Ooh. For the questions? Okay. Um, <laughs> question number one. I guess one a big thorn would, yeah. for... <laughs> I like the one that was secretly Jake's question. <laughs> I'm going to give a rose to the spicy dice. Oh, oh my god. one followed by a 20 on like, death saves. Back and forth. It was insane. I really was channeling Allie Beardsley. We cannot go through this short rest without mentioning the fact that you called your crit. Yes, that was bananas. Which, okay, I I feel like I must make that joke all the time. I don't think not on this show. Maybe I just do in my home campaign, but (laughs) I yeah, because I was like, I'm sure I've made this joke before, but it was. I mean, I re-listened to the episode and I I called it. I called for it more than I've ever called for yeah. a crit before. We laugh very hard when you say it. <laughs> Great joke, Emily. Great joke. Good, Good one. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. Look, looking forward to that six or seven you roll. <laughs> Christ. Well, that's why it's a good joke. It's because a great then joke. when you roll poorly, it's mm-hmm. funny. It's a nice way to yeah. end. And it hurts it's funny. Less. It's a nice way to edge. <laughs> <laughs> We're all about edging on this show. <laughs> it's educational. Yeah, um, I would say definitely that. my rose would be mm-hmm. my spicy beardsley dice this mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. Which I someone asked in a question in the um in the uh comments of the actual episode, which they were like, Emily, what was going on with your dice? And I do feel like it, if if you want to know my process for how I get spicy dice, mm. it's I have accumulated 13 moonshine dice at this point, nat 20s, or I mean, uh, rather, rather D20s. Mm. And I every single episode, I roll to see who's rolling hot, and I roll to see who's rolling interesting. Mm. And I keep two hot ones and one interesting one. And you mm. cook them. 
before. Yeah. I also cook them. Yeah. I put them. I put them all to twenty, and I we let them had, sit there. We had a minor crisis yesterday. <laughs> I, you moved the cooked dice. I cleaned up the studio while I was planning, and Emily came in, and she's just like, "Where are my dice? They were cooking." <laughs> you mean you sabotaged? You I, know she's I moved cooking. Them. I yep. moved them. That's yep. that's one of the things that we should talk about at dinner. Because yeah, I think yeah, he's, yeah. He's, yeah. he's cleaning the dice on purpose. I know. Absolutely. You're he's taking off the dice. Skillet, <laughs> I mean, truthfully, I've, I've started trying to cook my dice for another campaign, and it hasn't worked. So it's possible that there's no science to cooking your dice. <laughs> Unlikely, though. Yes, I no, no, no. cooked my dice for the first time today. Did you? I got oh. some new uh, Beverly Wildflower dice. Ooh. Uh, and I cooked them, put them on the, the kitchen counter for all to see. Oh, we should say that cooking your dice means mm-hmm. you put them all to their highest value so that like you let them, so that you're training them. Oh, no, I put mine in the microwave. Oh. Yeah. See, oh, I, they're going to be a puddle of plastic. They are. Oh, okay. But I think they're going to roll better. <laughs> I, so I actually, for my dice, I do, I, I curate them right before, mm-hmm. just based on a feeling, and then I do a quick flash fry. I put them on 20 <laughs> just just like just before I ever play. You know what's mm-hmm. funny though is I actually don't like to keep them on 20 right before we play. Oh, really? Cuz I like to get them a lo- I get I like to get them wanting to get back to 20. <laughs> oh my, you're edging your dice. <laughs> yeah. You edge everything. Show them what 20 feels like and then deny it. Deny it from them. Oh, I do, oh my god. Prove your worth. I do think that if like uh cooking my dice doesn't work, I might try like chilling them. I'm going to put them in the freezer. Ooh. You can always pickle them. You can always pickle them. That's the standard option. (laughs) I used to get my ones out. I used to do the opposite. We used to do that for, that started with Dimension 20. We would get our ones out. Roll until you get a one. It worked for me for one campaign, but it didn't, it hasn't. Have you guys considered cooking them like evenly on both sides? Oh, um, like for like a piece no, of You're salmon. trying to fucking sabotage us again. <laughs> don't I don't listen know. to him. I think you should cook fialas at one. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to fucking, we're going to uncook she has such, your dice. She has such a high plus to attack that it doesn't even matter. She's just going to hate <laughs> you guys no matter what. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> you guys are going to see. Just wait. <laughs> just wait. She has such a high attack. What? Her proficiency <laughs> bonus. How many drinking milk at a bar. How many legendary resistances does she have? So many. You don't even God know. God damn it. I want to You don't even know so many. Susan's like know. looking at Uber yeah. as you're telling her this. Actually, I'm genuinely curious. If anyone is listening to this, what the heck do other spellcasters do with legendary resistances? Mm. Because they make me feel powerless and impotent, and it makes me feel like, am I supposed to just waste three rounds trying to burn their resistances? Am I supposed to use all my highest spells? I don't know what the strategy is for dealing with legendary resistances because yeah. Moonshine is my highest character I've ever played. Hmm. So I ha- this is like this is the most that I'm nonstop dealing with legendary resistances. That's my question. I guess like for the world. It's hard because like most of your spells are like terrain or yeah. attack, but it's you don't have any of, like buff or debuff spells. Yeah, or mm-hmm. like it's like a lot of um like you know wizards and sorcerers will have mm-hmm. more spells that are like make a ranged spell attack. Yeah. Um but uh but uh druids don't have that as much. Yeah. Um So and I, yeah, I'm just curious I'm curious what other people do. So let me know in the comments. Sound off. If you have a strategy for that cuz I'm curious. I think you just got to burn them. <laughs> the dice. Yeah, to let her dice. know in the comments. <laughs> let her know in the comments. I'm, 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 I'm out there for the group think. Let me know. Yeah, Murph's uh, gonna respond. Yeah, Murph's gonna respond. <laughs> Murph can comment. Just burn him. She's gotta burn him. Uh, I have oh, a yeah, quick. But how do you burn him? Do you use your? Do you use a fifth level spell? Like, how do you accurately say this spell is terrifying enough for this? Per-? I don't know. Hmm. 
I have I have one I have a couple I have a couple strategies coming up but I think you guys got I I think Mavris I, I think the what was the name of the goo, the Gugan gang, Gugan gang. Yeah. the Gugan gang burned all of the Jubilix's resistances but that's because there was multiple spellcasters that's true yep. and usually yeah. it's and because in this like like if if we were with more spellcasters we'd all be hitting it but since I'm the like the only primary spellcaster mm. it's kind of just yeah. like do it's I a, spend it's a shitty every... job that is passed to you yeah well, like, but, like, I get to use a hammer. <laughs> yeah, so, but, I mean, it's totally, I mean, it's it's not a shitty job because I do really dope spells, but it's, the question is, what is my strategy here? Yeah. You guys do have, um, so Hard One's got his absorb elements in his hammer. Yeah. He hasn't gotten to use it in a while because the Tarrasque and stuff and even um, Akarat was just like hitting you with physical damage, but you can imagine that the yellow will hit you with some radiant damage that you can probably suck up. Uh, oh, but that's great. That, that won't be a, that'll be a save for her when- save. Absorb it. No, no, no. When oh, it's just an attack. You're yeah, right. Yeah, that's you're what right. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Um, Anyways, you know what? When other... we go to dinner, we can talk about it because I've got some spell stuff I can do. Ooh. Yeah. I have. I have some. I'll, I'll tell you. I've got like a little mm. uh, idea of some moves, but I'm curious if someone's yeah. like, actually, I dealt with this, and this is a, this is a good way to burn. And we're gonna be starting a separate Patreon to raise money for our dinner. So <laughs> um, the dinner start, to defeat <laughs> y'all. Dinner. <laughs> our she, goal is one hundred dollars to get cheeseburgers. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, if you want to like sound off in the comments on the dinner Patreon, <laughs> just about how stupid it is that we did it. <laughs> uh, any other roses and thorns? Oh, I have a quick one for Murph. Yeah. Um, thank you very much for uh, letting me do an insight check before I tried to revivify oh, Moonshine. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you got a nat been, twenty I got on that. that. Nat 20. That would have been true. But that was also you got that was. But see, your dice were also doing ones. Oh yeah. Because you got. I just listened to this episode. Mm-hmm. You got a one. Uh, on your like, you got a one on, I believe, on your. Uh, he attacked you with something. You had to do a save, and you yep. got one. Then you rerolled it, and then you mm-hmm. got something bad, and then you didn't <laughs> save, right. and then you took sixty nine damage, and then you, <laughs> which was probably a rose for everyone, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Such and a then hot you amount of damage. Rolled yeah. a twenty on that insight. I think it was touch of death. Uh, finger, I took of death. finger of death yeah right. finger of death the which actually doesn't kill name. you when i heard the name of no, that i was like oh finger of death that must be like power word kill but it, yeah it doesn't it just means if it kills you well, it's it just one you finger a it's a ton of mm-hmm. damage yeah. Yeah. yeah it's just one finger like going yeah. up your nose and poking Not your brain fist of death right exactly be, yeah. that'd be a full punch oh real quick we should do lightning round mm. um uh the widow uh lydia ah! Saved, yeah. uh, a bunch of people from uh, Iron Deep. We didn't really talk How's about. How's that feel? Your mom coming and saving your people? Yeah, seeing my mom, seeing my mom again is definitely, definitely a rose. Hard to make a rose that out out roses the the nat twenty on the death save. Yeah, but it, it's nice to see. I don't know. You started the trend of nat twenties on death saves. Huh? <laughs> How about that? Did yeah, you I mean, get one for Cobb? Yeah, I got one yeah. for Cobb. I, there was somebody else that I got one for at one point, too. I mean, nat 20s on a death save is just like the best yeah. thing. Yeah. Gosh, yeah, guys, I hope I get up. a chance to do a nat 20 on a death save, too. <laughs> Honestly, I just, hope, never happen, I just hope you don't die. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just want to join the club. It seems really fun, guys. I would just love for you not to roll a two. <laughs> Any, just rolling a 10 would be great. Is it? You got a 10 on the time you almost died. Oh, recently. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Did. Just bad by damn. the skin of your teeth. Yeah. By the skin the of your ass. Skin of my braces. My God. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, cool, guys. Uh, let's wrap this one up. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for sending your questions. Yes. Um, Thank we'll be you. back uh, this coming Thursday with another episode and a short rest after that. Thank you guys so much. Caldwell, why don't you take us out? Oh, happy to. Please get ready to roll them dinner dice. Rolling, Rolling with, with the dinner, dinner dice. dice. Subscribe.